Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to AGP, where we want to know, are we white and gold, or are we black and blue? We're so confused over here. As always, AGP is brought to you by the wonderful sponsors of Hasm Productions, Scott Comics, Gem City Comic Con, and comic creator Mark Kidwell. If you couldn't tell by the introduction, we are doing a year review of 2015. The highlights, the lowlights, both worldly and professionally. And joining me is my dear friend, Michael Bross from UVN, the Underground Video Network. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? Hi. I am great. How is everybody? We're so confused on what color we are. <laughs> Seriously, of all things that's... 2015 is going to go down in history for, that's probably going to be the one. That and just everybody being offended by everything. I am offended by you thinking that black, your dress was black and blue. It's it's intolerable. The dress was black and blue. <laughs> At least the picture I saw of it anyway. That's the thing is, is it was different multiple pictures, but no, let's not figure that one out. Did you see the same picture that I saw? Because it was black and blue. I mean, that thing even got into Let's Plays of some of the most popular Let's Play peoples out there, like the Achievement Hunters. They got into the conversation. That thing went viral and quickly. Oh, it was... They talked about it on Nerdist. They talked about it on At Midnight, The Daily Show. It it was ridiculous. It was. And speaking of the Daily Show, of all things, Jon Stewart left this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely one of the low points of 2015 was Jon Stewart leaving. Oh, my God. Seriously. One of my favorite shows of all time, that and the Colbert Report, and I lose both. Yeah. I lost both this year. What are you people trying to do? Give me a heart attack? You do realize I'm almost 40 now, right? I mean, he could have gave us at least one more year to buffer it out. It, it was almost like the whole just rip the Band-Aid off things. Like, look, I'm going to leave. Let's just let's hit them while they're already hurt. Yeah, pretty much. Of course, there's been so many news and so many things, both good, some bad, some shocking, that 2015 definitely is one for the books, you know, Bonus to us for the year 2015, a big highlight was same-sex marriages went nationwide. Congratulations. I was very Mm -hmm. stoked on that. Really, that's all you have to say. That's all you have is uh (laughs) uh-huh. I'm a a divorced man. You know, my my philosophy is, is I'm completely happy for everybody, but just like, are you sure? I mean, the idea itself isn't that great. You guys were happy before. You're you're just you're throwing poison into this situation. Oh, I have no, I... so many of my friends. I have had to watch, and they had to be in secret, and they wanted to get married so bad. And I was so happy, and I I had so many wedding invitations of like, hey, we're all getting married. Can y'all not get married on the same day? That'd be helpful. No. It is fantastic because, like I said, I have a, a unique perception of marriage, and my philosophy is that two people can actually be happy together. There should be nothing that stops them. Nothing in this world. And finally, 
we woke up and we stopped being idiots because, like, the rest of the world realized it. The rest of the world had no issues with it. Why did America have to be such a stick in the mud is beyond me. And no, finally, we, we tutor we, we ourselves as being so progressive and that we were one of the last nations in the world to to see it. Yeah, it was it was very weird the fact that here we are, America, we talk about our freedom of speech, we talk about, you know, the freedom of religion, we have all these different freedoms and that was a freedom that they wouldn't give us and we got it. And it was so uplifting to finally see, Hey, for being the youngest country in the world it's about time you started catching up with everybody else. Mhm. Seriously. It was very, very exciting to see that to happen. Um, other major breaking news, um, this one did not affect me as it seemed to affect the entire other world because I have no idea other than the fact that she did the soundtrack to a James Bond film was Adelaide came back. You're going to get crickets from me because I know the, I know the name just in reference, but that's not a, yeah, I, no. Oh, good, because I'll be honest. I have no idea who she is. I get it. She's a big deal. She does have a wonderful voice. The only thing I know of her is that she did the opening track to a James Bond film. That is it. But she went viral everywhere. I believe as soon as her video hit YouTube, it was like the number one video to be watched. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and this person is what? Her name didn't have Star Wars in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because let's face it, the highlight of 2015 for me was Star Wars and okay. Star Wars and Star Wars. And I am so sorry. So we have a guest in there and I pronounced her name wrong. Again, don't know who she is. I understand she's fantastic. Don't know who she is. Uh, I think she's blonde. I think she is. I think I saw a photo of her once. I'm thinking here. But her, unless she did the soundtrack to Star Wars, I'm pretty sure she didn't. I really have no idea who she is. Let's let's just face it. For 2015, all there has been is Star Wars and Star Wars parodies and more Star Wars and Star Wars The Force Friday and more Star Wars and a PlayStation 4 and more Star Wars. That's really my, that's really all I've seen in 2015. Yeah. And in case you missed it, it was definitely Star Wars. Because, let's face it, every Star Wars fanatic in the world was flabbergasted, and finally the anticipation came, and we had to wait through almost the entire year for it, but we finally got something that we have waited for for 32 blessed years. And not only did we get it, it not only met, but exceeded our expectations. I think a lot of us, especially like you and me that suffer through the the prequels, we were excited, but we still, we, we were a little reserved. It's like we didn't want to get our hopes up too much, but. Um, no, no what, I kind of went ahead and went super psychotic Star Wars fanatic like I did the last time. And the time before that, and the time before that, and constantly. Constantly, <laughs> but there for Amanda, been... it was a for Amanda, it was a two thousand Star Wars. Uh, I've been waiting for this movie since nineteen ninety Star Wars. 
And I can't wait for the next one to come out in 2000 in Star Wars. <laughs> but we don't even have to. But we don't even have to wait um, a full year for more Star Wars. But that'll get into the 2016, where we're going to get two Star Warses. Mm-hmm. Yay! But let's let's just face it. 2015 kicked off with a bang because yes, the it. big controversy to start off in 2015. Now I realize that you do you do not do sports. I do sports, and my sport is football. And fo- football had a huge debacle thanks to the freaking New England Patriots and their deflating of their footballs. Oh, Deflatergate. I know that one. <laughs> yes, Deflatergate. Yes, big controversy. And, of course, if you were a Patriots fan, you're like, oh, this is being blown out of proportion. See what I did there? That was funny. Um <laughs> But, dude, I was loving to see the up and coming. I don't think they should have gotten I, – I think they should have been – that game should have not counted and or the Colts should have just gone ahead and gotten the win because that was bull crap that they got to keep everything. Yes, I agree with you. My wonderful guests in the, in the guest room, they said Jack White's Patriots. Yeah. You know, being a Bengals fan, you're going to think the very first team that I'm absolutely going to hate without a shadow of a doubt is the Steelers. Actually, no. New England Patriots is actually the football team I hate the most. Steelers is right behind them. Mm -hmm. Cowboys comes in third. That's it. Those are the only three teams I do not like whatsoever. But Patriots, I've never liked them. I know that there are going to be fans of mine that listen to this show, and when I say this, they're going to be like, what? But I do not think that their quarterback is a good quarterback. I never have. I think he sucks, and I think he has some great receivers that make him look good, and that is it. In my mind, Patriots are flat-out cheaters. They always have been. They always will be, and they will never be able to get safe. I am not the only one. Patriots are cheaters. Steelers are jerks. <laughs> That's pretty much ethically true. So knowing that this is enough to you even know this, what's going on with this, because you don't watch football, do you, at all? No, not really. No. Go sports. No. <laughs> but you know right. what? Here's 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 my view on sports. I swear, this is the T-shirt that I got from my niece for Christmas this year. It says, "Yay, sports! Do the thing, win the points." <laughs> Dude, you're missing on something that is epically awesome. There is nothing like sitting there and grabbing your TV and screaming at it. Because you're if you're, not if, honestly, if your listeners want to get a good idea of my view of sports, I don't have anything against sports. It was just never in my wheelhouse. The best thing I can I can use to describe it is look up the it crowd, uh, Muzz and sports. It's I I can't watch it without just just laughing my butt off. He's just like, oh look, he's got the ball. That other fellow wants it. Oh, he's running away from him. He seems to have scored some points. Oh, that has really gotten the crowd excited. I'm like, I'm, I, the first time I watched that, I'm like, oh, my God, that is so me. No, I am that person who screams at the TV 
throw stuff around when my team is losing, walks away furious until my team starts winning again, then runs back and cheers them along and throws more stuff when my team is winning. I am that person. I always have been. I always will be. Hence, Bengals fan. Which, by the way, we won. Yay! Now, we just have to beat the Steelers. Oh, God. Don't even want to go there. Yay. Go sports. When I get to 2016, boy, we're getting right back onto sports because I have one dream for this year. Just one. Just one. But back into 2015, let's go back in time. Speaking of back in time, dude, Back to the Future was everywhere because 2015 was the year we went back. Mm -hmm. Future. And I still do not have my hoverboard. I know. I know. I think about it is though. I think me and you talked about this before. It's like even if the hoverboard had been invented, I would look at it and think, That's great. It does nothing for me because I have the coordination of a four year old. I would buy I would spend the money, buy one and think, This is great. I would take one step on it, fall on my ass, break my ankle and just be like, Yep, oh, that was a waste of money. <laughs> I, I, no, no. This is this is exactly, and this is where you know I'm a collector. If we had them, I would have bought it. It would have stayed in package, and it would have been put somewhere, or it would have came out of package and then put in a display case. That's exactly what would have happened to it. That's exactly what would have happened to it. It looked just like my lightsaber does on display. Oh, of course, obviously the person who's in the in the chat room knows me a little bit too well and gone, the reason why I don't have one is because I had to have a PlayStation. Not just a PlayStation. A PlayStation 4 with, oh, going back to what we just discussed, more, more oh, Star Wars. Had to not get just a PlayStation 4. 4. It had to be a specific PlayStation 4. It had that Darth Vader limited edition PlayStation 4 with a limited edition Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, it did. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm uncoordinated. <laughs> nothing at all. I used to skateboard, like, twice. <laughs> I, You know what? It may be hard to believe, because I, I, I tease it so much, but back in... Oh, God. Back in late 80s, early 90s, yeah, I, I had my skateboard phase, and... I, I was pretty good. I could get around. I did the ollies and, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was one phase I didn't stick around too long. I was into it. But I'll tell you what, 2015, if anything, gave us a lot of really, really great movies. We got the new yes. Mad Max Free Road. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Was that was fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, yes. Of course, Star Wars, but we've already talked about that. We also got um, a lot of good... An- the Minions. We got Minions. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, Minions were everywhere. Everywhere. Like, you could not possibly without... You couldn't blink without seeing a Minion somewhere. Um, no, uh-uh. Inside Out came out. Um, that was interesting. 
I, I'm pretty sure the girl had, in the movie, if you haven't seen it, spoilers, has some major freaking issues going on in her head. End of story. <laughs> I mean, but it has been some really great movies. Um, Jurassic World came out on DVD this year, only to ruin Christmas because I went and bought it on uh, in 3D for my mom, and then she went and bought it on Amazon with all of the stuff, all the Jurassic Parks anyway, um, mm-hmm. in 3D and ruined Christmas. We got Ant Man this year. We got Ant Man this year, which I love. That was one of the most surprisingly great movies I I have seen. Not just a great Marvel movie. It was it was just a it was a great movie. It was a very refreshing breath of fresh air. It was it, it, it was so much lighter in tone and, and comedic as opposed to all the other fantastic Marvel movies we've gotten so far. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. We got a new Mission Impossible going back in time again with that stuff. (laughs) That was interesting. Um, Oh, let's let's not forget the big hit of 2015, Gem in the Holograms. Wait, what? No, that was not a big hit. Did that even come out? I remember seeing the previews for, I remember hearing that it was going to, I swear, because I do remember Gem in the Holograms. I I grew up around enough girls in the neighborhood to to have been inoculated with it. We got the comic books that came out. I mean, everybody was so excited for it. And then I remember when the first preview came out, it was just like, huh? Okay. Now, Young and the Holograms, I was a huge fan. And I was hoping and praying that they would actually do some justice to this. But let's face it. For the most part, anytime they take something very nostalgic from the 1980s and they turn it into a live-action movie, it turns to shit. Mm -hmm. It turns to absolute shit. Not crap. Shit. Sorry. Why we changed this from E for everybody to PG. Because... Flat out, there's no other word to describe this. That's exactly what happened. And so I ended up re-watching all the seasons of Gem and the Holograms because it was on Netflix because I'm a huge fan. And let's face it, the DVD box set for Gem and the Holograms, the original 1980s cartoon, is still one of the most expensive box sets out there. It is ridiculously overpriced. Yay for Netflix for having it because it was the only way that I could watch it. And I've been such a huge Gem and the Holograms fan since I was a little kid. I actually have a CD of every song the Misfits, Gem and the Holograms, and the Stingers ever sung on any of the episodes of Gem and the Holograms. You know, I remember all the songs. I love them to pieces. So, yeah, I'm super nerd over Gem and the Holograms. They came out with the comic book. And I was really digging it. I really liked the way that they changed it. Yes, you could definitely tell that a female was writing it because the girls were all different shapes and sizes, which was kind of cool. So I was really digging the comic. Then the comic just disappeared. Like, they canceled the comic. And then the preview for the first movie came out, and I went, so you're doing a remake of the crappy Josie and the Pussycats movie, right? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I will go toe-to-toe with you about Josie and the Pussycats. That was a good... No, no, no. You know know what made Josie and the Pussycats a good movie? Was it did not take itself seriously. That's what made it good. But it was still a bad movie. 
it was a good bad movie. Whereas opposed to Jim, that was just a bad movie because it wanted to be a good movie, which just made Jim it fail. And the Rams did so bad this year. It lasted one weekend at the box office. It didn't even last a full weekend at the box office. They pulled it because it did so horrible at the box office. And that was the end of it. I don't even think it's coming out on DVD ever. Ever. <laughs> like, it was Good Lord, even, even that steaming pile of crap Fantastic Four made it to DVD. Ugh. Another Haven't they started giving those away yet? Pretty much. It's free Fantastic Four with every purchase. It's like, no, keep it. You know what's funny, though, is do you, now this has nothing to do with 2015, but do you remember the first um, Hulk movie that we got? <laughs> Sorry. The yes. Uh, by Ang Lee. Yeah, the guy who did um, Crouching and Tiger. They actually, the, the, the year that that came out, I went to Walmart for the day after Thanksgiving sale to buy DVDs, and basically that's exactly what they were doing with that movie because they could not sell it. They were giving them away with the purchase of a DVD. That's how I ended up with the movie, and it's still in cellophane on my wall because I'm a collector, so. But, yeah, that's pretty much the only way they're ever going to get rid of that movie. It's that bad of a movie. I mean, when I... And trust me, I you have to be a really bad movie for me to go, that's a bad movie. I mean, yeah. there are movies that, you know, some people are like, oh, no, this is such a great movie, like Titanic. That movie sucked. Sorry. I did not like it whatsoever. The set was great. The costumes was great. The music was great. The acting fell. Yeah. Yeah, the production but value was great, but everything else, yeah. But see, there's other movies like everybody else, including Rotten Tomatoes, hated Showgirls. Like, flat-out hated Showgirls. I found it to be actually entertaining. So, I say a movie sucks. The movie sucks, sucks. And Jim and the Holograms sucked. I don't even have to... It, it, trust me, I... No, uh-uh. That was something that I caught online. I... I think I threw up in my mouth three times within the first five minutes. <laughs> like, I've never actually might. gotten up to leave a movie, but I just might this time. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it was pretty much that bad. It was not a pretty sight whatsoever. Um, let's see. Um, other big news of 2015, Bill Cosby came back into the spotlight. <laughs> yes, and thank goodness that spotlight wasn't a black light. Oh Lord, have mercy! Oh have man, mercy. that I I really believe that is definitely up there on the 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 most mind blowing, just earth shaking controversies that just ever happened. It just. For something that bad to happen, for something like that to happen that's so bad that just the idea of going back and watching the old Cosby show, which I grew up and I loved, it was one of my favorite shows, it it would be really hard to be able to go back and watch those shows and not see it in a different light, you know what I mean? 
I know. I mean, I really, really do know. It was quite interesting, and it shook the world, and, well, a lot of new memes came out of it. Yeah. A lot of new memes came out of it. But that's not the man that you remember with the sweater vest from television. That's not anything that you would have ever thought of, ever. No, that him. was that was that was everybody's surrogate dad. That was like that was like everybody's dream dad. It really was. And to find all that and for it to come out to be true was just so shocking. Yeah. Because there, there was, I, I think everybody thought the same thing when it, when it first started to, to surface, was like, this is impossible. No, this is just somebody trying to make a quick buck or try to get their five minutes of fame on TV. And then the more that came out and it was proven true, it just changed everything. Very much so. And even um, our guest in the chat room is agreeing that, yes, it has completely changed. It just defiles the show. It changes everything in it. It, I mean, I can't even watch the show now. No, you can't. It it is impossible. It's just... If it was something minor, like oh he he was he was addicted to drugs or he was an alcoholic, or man that that was just ah oh, that was just one of the most horrible things, and not only not not even just once multiple over years. Now, trust me. I know. And like our guest in the chat room said, you know, to find out how entitled he really thinks he is brought him down to a level that just ruins pretty much everything he ever did. Yeah. I mean, I celebrated this man. I remember growing up oh, and yeah. to remember is from one of his stand-up things of dad is great, he feeds us chocolate cake. I'm never going to be able to say that again. No. Ever. No, uh, Sad Albert, all of his old stand. God, he was he was one of the best stand-ups, and it's just impossible to go back and listen or watch anything. Exactly, it's just it ruins everything. Now I'm gonna have to talk about something really cheery. I gotta get off this subject. I would cry. It, it's destroyed my childhood. Let's go back to oh, penis came out, and that went haywire through the fields. Yeah, I have to talk yeah. about something happening in Turkey now. So, for those of you who don't know, have never, for whatever reason, ever seen any type of holiday special whatsoever, and then of course you'd be living under a rock. Um, the Peanuts movie came out this year. Which one? The Peanuts movie. The actual Peanuts movie. Yes. Yes. And that thing went, I mean, they had the make yourselves a peanut character thing on 
Facebook. They had, and it was just everywhere. And it was so cool to see Charlie Brown and them all together again. Yes, it was so great to see them all together again and not hawking life insurance. Yes. Because, you know, and, I'm old enough. I remember growing up with them, and I'm sure that was the demographic they were going for, but you're, I'm watching these commercials, and I'm like, why? Why? Why are, you know, it, 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 it was great to see them where they belonged. It really was. And let's face it, we we love Snoopy. And I know, I have to ask, who's your favorite Peanuts character? I'm sorry. I I know it's going to be cliche, but I got to say Charlie Brown because, first of all, as a bald man, he's my favorite character. But no, I, 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 you know, I think all of us, boy or girl, grew up and we all related so much to Charlie Brown. The poor guy mm-hmm. that tried so hard and, like, constantly failed and nothing ever seemed to work out right for him. Uh, nope, not really. <laughs> nope, everything I did was awesome. Well, I have to say, I like Lucy. It was I all am shocked. Shut up. <laughs> I am so shocked. Shut up. (laughs) I would have paid you for a Sally. No, definitely not Sally. She's just, no, 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 hell no. (laughs) I mean, I guess Sally's okay in her right way somewhere, wherever that is, but no. I am definitely a Lucy girl all the way. I love Lucy. And yes, I know, I know, I know, I am Lucy. I always have been, I always will be. There are two char- there are a few characters in this world that I could truly get behind and say, I know that character. And Lucy happens to be one of them. Mm-hmm. The other one would actually be Scarlett O'Hara from uh, Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah, nothing like letting everybody know exactly who I am. But yeah, it was so. I cool. knew, I knew that dress I saw you in looked a lot like your curtains. I knew it. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I go. I thought that dress I saw you in looked a lot like your curtains. Ha 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 ha! See, I got you on that one. I know some stuff. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. You get a half a point. Oh, funny. Very funny. So, okay. Seriously, the person in the chat room, you're going to get in trouble. So I, I, they type, you are Scarlett Lucy Amanda Gillum, and this explains why you have no curtains. I do have curtains. I just can't put them up. They're Voltron curtains. Thank you very much. Which explains the Voltron dress I saw you in. They don't have a Voltron dress yet. Do they make a Voltron dress? Yes. yes. I mean, if they have one, I will wear one. I will definitely do that. That is definitely not a problem. <laughs> but I have curtains. 
They just have to make cartoon characters on them. Again, like always. But, <clears throat> hey, the guest in the chat room is laughing at me. Again. Again. But this has been um, also a really hard year on all us uh, nerd people as well. We lost somebody very iconic to us this year. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away this this year. Well, last year. Yes. That was really hard. And you know what? I I'm going to catch flack for it, but I I kind of stopped watching uh, the Big Bang Theory, but I really did like their tribute to him. I really did like the way they they paid their respect to him. I. I did go and I made an effort to watch that and it it was very it was very nice. It was very endearing. I I'll remember it. I was actually out of town at a convention when I heard the news and of all the places to ever be a convention when you find out someone like him dies, dude yeah. more goes into overload. And I mean super overload. So that wasn't even like, hey, I can deal with this. Nope. Can't deal with it. Ain't going to happen. Not by any means, not by any standards. Of course, there's also, um, for me, another shock was when Wes Craven died. Yeah. That hurt a lot. Um because this was, this was the man that made it to where you never wanted to sleep again, ever. You fall asleep, and this creepy dude that's all burnt up with this really bad sweater and knives for fingers are going to chase you. And if he wasn't creepy enough in the first one, by the time you got to the third one and he just used everything against you, uh-uh, never going to sleep again. Nope, no thank you. And then even made a mockery of his own movies by bringing out the Scream movies. Wes Craven, when it came to horror, was a fucking genius. Yeah. Sorry. There's there's no other words. He was just a fucking genius. Yeah. And then, of course, um, for those of you who are old and watched the 1960s Batman like I did, um, the Batgirl herself, Yvonne Craig, passed away this year. That one, bro. She was one of my first crushes, and that one, that one hurt. She, she was just. First of all, she was one of not the, but she was one of the first strong female characters on TV, and she, she just had an elegant and a grace and innocence about her. She was. It, it's really hard to 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 see anything. Of of Batgirl and and not trying to be reminded of her. That will always be, without a shadow of a doubt, my favorite Batgirl costume. Always will be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, also, that that definitely is iconic. You know. I realize it's a little girly because let's face it, Catwoman and Batgirl's costumes on the 1960s Batman television show were a little glittery. Yeah. But I don't care. 
those, when I think of Catwoman and I think of Batgirl, that's exactly what I go to. I oh, was yeah. a huge fan of that TV show. I'm still a huge fan of that TV show. Um, I mean, it was such a great show. And I'll be honest, I always waited. I sat there and I waited to see the little back the bat, um, bat cycle go by because you know the bat cycle goes by. Yes, we're getting Batgirl in this episode. Yeah, I, I love the way they always, they, they did that. They just, it was like they let you know, you know, it was like, hey, look what you got forward to, look forward to. It's like, okay, come on, let it be the Penguin, the Joker, Catwoman, or the Riddler, and let the motorcycle go by the screen, and I will be so happy. Let's do this. Come on. Come on. So, that was that was a big shocker because I mean I was a huge fan of hers growing up. Um, of course, to go along with that, um, one of my favorite wrestlers back from when I was a kid, Rowdy Roddy Piper, he passed away also this year, and his was really shocking because I had just finished watching Monday Night Raw. He was on Monday Night Raw, and then the next day he was gone. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I am and was a Rowdy Roddy Piper fan. Come on, man. Hell comes to Frogtown. Seriously. They, no. They live. That's all I have to say is they live. That's, they we're live. done. That's, but that was, it was even worse, though, the fact that he was just there. He was just on live TV on yeah. Night Raw, because I'm a huge wrestling fanatic. That's why I have the WWE Network. That's why I watch my wrestling on Mondays and um, Thursdays. And he was gone. And I, like, I woke up and he was gone. And I'm like, but he was just on TV. Mm-hmm. And this is pre-recorded TV. He was just on live TV. That No. That's not the way how that works. And then to go along with him, because for me, you know, he's classic, along with Yvonne Craig, Dick Van Patten passed away. And that tore oh, me up. Yes. I mean, I love Dick Van Patten. True, the very first time I ever realized, the only reason why I ever figured out what his name was was because of the credits of Spaceball. Yeah. I mean, face it, that is exactly how I started knowing who he was, but he passed away, and that was also a shocker. And then, of course, to go with one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, the original Miracle on 34th Street, Maureen O'Hara, who played the mother, who was trying to tell her, who never taught her daughter, told her that Santa wasn't real, she also passed away this year. Yeah, Maureen O'Hara, yeah. She's one yeah. of those classic actresses that you you have to go back and just watch her in her prime, and she's just fantastic. She carries every movie she's in. Very much so. Always has, always will. But there have been, other than out in the world, 2015 has been also really good personally for me. I don't know about you, but this has been an amazing year just for me alone. No, 2000. I will agree with you. 2015 was a pretty was a pretty damn stellar year for me. 
2015, I got to see the growth of AGP. Mm-hmm. I watched AGP go from being just this little blip to walking into a show and having people walk up to me and go, hey, aren't you Amanda? Yeah. Why? What did I do now? And are you calling the cops? (laughs) (laughs) To, I love your show. I love AGP. And that was really awesome. Um, I got to help out with Gem City Comic Con for, for the very first year, which was really awesome. And I have to say that has been an experience, and I'm so glad that they're bringing me back this year. And I can't wait till April, which, again, Gem City Comic Con will be April 2nd and 3rd of this year. Yay! Um, Yay. So <laughs> that's going to be exciting. I got to get offered the ver- my very first panel, um, in 2015, which will be in 2016, I was able to get AGP shirts. I've gotten business cards. I really got to watch AGP grow and become something more than just this little blip on the radar. What about you? How 2015? How did that do for you? 2015 was a very good year. It was it was a special year for me because like I I mentioned earlier, you know, I I am a diver, uh, I am a divorced man and this was the the first year that I actually got to how do I put this? Put aside the baggage and really come back into my own. Uh, me and my friend Richard, who I do my show with, Underground Video Network, Behind the Counter, uh, we got a chance to really get ourselves out there more. Um, I was like you, uh, where uh, it, it, it was it was fantastic going. That it, it's one thing like when we go to someplace like Gem City and and get recognized because you know we've 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 gone there every year and we have so many friends there. But to go to newer shows and when 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 they see us coming, you know, it's like people that we don't know started to recognize us. And even even me for a while, like when they were you know, when they would we would see us, they would look at me and be like, Well, where's the pheasant bow tie? Because for so long, you know, I always wore my eleventh doctor costume when we, we go to conventions, it's like, Where's the pheasant bow tie? And I'm like, Well, I'm trying something new this year, you know. <laughs> well, he or you can attest to what's with the wig. <laughs> you know, um, our guest, on, by the way, says, uh, yay for first year of coming into your own after something like that. Woohoo. Yeah. So. Uh, Tom, yeah, it was this 2015 was the, the year that I got to take everything that I love doing and just expand on it. You know, uh, aside from the show, you know, we got out there, we got to go to to more shows, we got to meet more people. Um, In my personal life, I got to really step up my my photography. Uh, This last year, it was the first year that I've had people, strangers, contact me for for jobs because uh, I worked with people that they had known and seen their work, and was, that was fantastic. And this last year, um, I, I've always been, a, 
I hate to say the word cosplayer because I, I am I guess I am a cosplayer. I, I have so much regard for those people because when I think of cosplayers, I think of the people who who have the skill and the craft to to, to fully make their own costumes. I don't have that skill set. You know, most of my costumes are either stuff I put together from um, thrift stores or ones that I had professionally made. But this last year, uh, not only oh, I got okay. Uh, this last year, um, I've been a part of a charity group called the Heroes Alliance, and I've been able to do. I I have been able to take something that I love to do and really do good with it. Being able to go to charity events and cheer people on or or or, or go someplace and, and 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 meet kids and you know just lighten them up or you know you know just add a little bit of light to their day. Uh this last year um uh, my local comic book store uh, they've had so much success with costumers from like Free Comic Book Day and Halloween that they're looking to start their own group for local events. And I was asked this last year to, uh, in costume with a friend of mine, uh, Kat, to go to a local hospital to visit one one special little boy who who was coming out of uh, a a really bad um, treatment, and and just you know he he loves superheroes. We got to go, you know. I'm I'm not bragging, but we got we made the you know the the local news. But it was it was just so rewarding when when we showed up to see him light up. You know what I mean and. Just to have something that you like to do bring that much joy to somebody. That was definitely the highlight of my year this last year. And I thought it was interviewing me. <laughs> no, that was the most challenging. That was actually getting you on camera. That was the most challenging. You chased me through the entire convention the whole day. Going, can I interview you now? How about now? What about now? How about now? Free? You got a minute? Come on. Actually, what, it wasn't even a real. It wasn't even a real interview. All we did was is we we spliced together footage from me chasing you around all day and edited it together to sound like an interview. Please, you please stop with the. No, but you realize that's like the first time I was ever actually interviewed. Like not for like a job or anything, but it was just like you you come up to me and he goes. You're like, you're Amanda, right? And I'm like, who the hell are you? What do you want? You're like, oh, I've heard all about you, and I like your show, and da 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 And I'm like, stalker, what? Well, yeah, if you think about it, 2015 was really the first year we got to actually meet and do something together because we've, we've technically kind of known each other for a long time because we... We run in the same circles of friends. So, like, in the Venn diagram of friends, we were we, – we just had that little bit of overlay. But this last year was the first year that we actually got to, you know, it's like, oh, you're Mike. Oh, you're Amanda. Hi. And I will have to say that 2015 has been one of those years where, like, 
when you work, when you work in the comic industry, whether it's podcasting, you write comic stuff like that, you hear names and you probably will talk to people on social media and hardly ever meet them. But this year, I've met a lot of the people that I have never met before face to face. It's like, oh, that's who you are. Hi. <laughs> That's not how I pictured you. I thought you'd be taller. No. <laughs> and it was, it was, really, 2015 was actually really interesting. And from that interaction in 2015, we've, you've been on my show a few times doing some cross podcasts. Yeah. That put me onto UVN doing a Star Wars recap for Star Wars Episode 7. And that actually opened up the door to where I actually did some other cross-podcasting with an elegant weapon and with um, Uncommon Geek. So it was actually really cool because all of a sudden, for some odd reason, you all thought that I was cool to talk to or something. It, you know, what really blew my mind was is when I found out, as we were talking, we got to know each other. I, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it was after Jim City Someone had gone through, uh, had found one of my photos from like a few years ago at uh, Pack Rat Comic Books and tagged you in one. I go, you know, I got that notification where it's just like, Amanda Gillum was tagged in your photo. And I'm like, huh? Oh. I'm like, I went through it. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember her he was Leia. Holy shit. Holy crap. I remember now. The Princess Leia ceremonial gown outfit. That was the year um, Brian O'Halloran was at Pat Rack Comics for Free Comic Book Day. Yes. I remember that. And I remember ignoring you and talking to Richard the entire time because I had no idea who the hell you were. <laughs> I knew Richard. I've known Richard Which now. Which is fine because that's how most people who know me now are, are that way. Like, oh, there's Mike. <gasps> Richard! <laughs> Which is funny because when I need Richard, I call you. Let's <laughs> figure that out. I can't get Richard. Get him. Now. <laughs> but again, you know, just the fact that that little meeting at Gem City has turned into some great um, cross-podcasting with each other to we've come up with a couple of jobs that we have to do for both um, ICE and Gem City Comic Con. And Uh we've been able to use a studio now. And, you know, we see the work and the progression, and we work really well together. And it was all because of that one meeting, being there at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And that was really, really, really awesome. And that's why I'm saying 2015, even though, let's all face it, we all have to deal with a few things. You know, I I lost my, what who I call my son, Tig, this year, which devastated me. November was really hard going through the death of a friend and my grandpa and then my son. That was, that was just really hard. Um, and trust me, I... They're, they're very rarely, you know, people have animals. And then mm-hmm. people have certain animals that are their children. And he was my son, and I could not let him go. So I had to have him cremated. So, and yeah. anybody to the show, I'm sorry. I have to give my son a shout-out for 2015. Um, I'm going to cry. Because <laughs> he, was, he was a cat that you, wouldn't, you know he was a cat. 
But if you put him in anything else, you wouldn't have known he was really a cat. He would walk up to anybody, and if you've ever had a cat or ever seen a cat, they do this little head tilt thing when they rub on you to say how much they like you, and he'd do that to everybody. Yeah, it. I I can relate. I my my dad still has um, our dog Buddy, who is. I think we figured it out one time in in like human years. He's he's a little white ball of cotton. He's a Bashan Frizz, and Dad bought him years ago for my mom, a couple years before she passed. And said I've been, oh golly, oh, oh Sorry. four. We she got the take me. Hi. Talk to you hung up and told me I wasn't the host again. <laughs> no, I was just telling everybody how I can relate because my my dad's dog Buddy, he's still around. And we 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 tried to figure it out in 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 human years. Dog's like eighty some years old. He's like twelve years old, and you know. So yeah, I I can definitely I am not looking forward. I mean, nobody looks forward to that day. But I mean, I can especially, my heart goes out for you. Especially for the fact that he was only seven. Yeah. He was only seven. So for a cat, he was still really young. Because only purebreds normally leave around those times. Normally when you have a stray of whatever magnitude of some mixed breed thing, um, it is definitely 15 years. Yeah. And trust me, I wasn't the only one that was affected. I... When I posted it on Facebook, there were a lot of people calling up and crying. Um, it hurt my mom. It even hurt my dog. Like, my dog couldn't handle it for a while. No, animals are very sensitive when it comes to that. They they know. They know. Like, there was, there was a couple of times in the past couple of years where Dad had to spend a couple of nights in the hospital, and when we would go to check on check on Buddy, he knew. You know, the animals are very keen when it comes to that. He knew and very yeah, much I can, yeah. But other than the the loss of my son, um and of course my grandfather who it was a man that there aren't words to ever describe him. Um, and I'm not going to go too much into it just because I know that my mom listens to the show. Um, but all in all, 2015 was an amazing year. And about that, I would like to, since we only have five minutes left real quickly, to talk about what we're looking forward to of 2016. So what are you looking forward to with 2016? You know what? I, I am not a resolution person. I didn't but say I resolution, decided, but I am saying I looking forward to. 
but what I what I'm looking forward to is, is I look here's how much uh, I I loved 2015. I want to take everything that was positive and that I accomplished in 2015 and in 2016. I'm just looking forward to doing more. I know it sounds cliche like 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 the T-shirt or the bumper sticker, but my my mantra for 2016 is I'm looking forward to is just doing more. You know, everything that I loved that I did in 15, I'm doing more of it in, in 16. Yeah, I'm really um, looking forward to the fact that um, I know AGP is just going to keep going, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to our very first panel at Gem City Comic Con. Um, I'm so excited uh, for that. That is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, there are some things and contracts being worked on right now that I cannot wait to announce in 2016, which I am uber excited for. I like contracts. Contracts equals money. Amanda likes money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just, and of course, I'm, I'm looking forward to in six months, I'm getting a new Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron. Yay. Sorry. Oh, no. Can you believe it? We waited so long for one, and now it's just like, they just keep coming. Just bring them yes. on. Yes. Bring them on. Disney is going to give me a Star Wars movie every six months, and then they have the television series that they're working on. Plus, I'm excited for the new um, Star Wars Rebel series this, uh, season to start. It's just going to be absolutely... If 2015 was such an amazing year, 2016's even going to be bigger. And no, I am not looking forward to helping my mom move boxes. Well, I figured out who to guess it. <laughs> busted. Always busted. My biggest fan. Oh, speaking of, 2015 was the year of shockers because my mom, the non-nerd, the non-geek, doesn't play video games, doesn't do anything nerd woman, not only read a comic book and liked it and backed a Kickstarter, but bought herself a Wii U, and even though her idea of driving is hit the left guardrail hard enough to hit the right guardrail, I watched my mom play video games. Oh, man. So 2016, watch my mom be good at video games and get her to read more comic books. That's my New Year's resolution. I I want to I want to see that scre- I want to hear that screen capture of you getting your mom to play Star Wars Battlefronts and her just like calling you out. I got to get my mom to this. I brought you into this world. I'm getting ready to take you out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it does bring up the highlight that I'm bringing my mom to her very first comic book convention ever too. Oh, this year. far out. <laughs> so, Mom, for those of you who would like to meet Lady Vader, a.k.a. myself, the AGT host, Amanda Gillum's mother, she'll be at Gem City Comic Con this year. Oh, that is that is fantastic. And I know she keeps going, hopefully I'll get there, but she really doesn't have a choice at this point. No, I know been... you well enough that I know you well enough to know that if you put your mind to it, Mom, if you're out there listening, just suck it up. You're going. 
Yes, so that's going to happen. 2015 was amazing. 2016 is going to be even better. And, of course, to find out anything about, tell people where they can find things about yourself and UVN from 2015 and now into 2016 and beyond. Uh, you can find uh, me and my show uh, with my friend and cohort, Richard Catterjohn. Uh, you can find us at uh, undergroundvideonetwork.com. Uh, we're on the Facebook, just Underground Video Network. Uh, you can check out my photography and my nerdiness at uh, Michael Boroff Photography. Uh, other than that, I'm a social media shut-in. I still really haven't uh, navigated the Twitter feeds yet, but uh, I'm starting small. I'm, I'm exploring this whole, what is, it, what is it the kids call it, Instagram? Yeah. Now, Instagram is nice. That's actually what we moved to for Gen City Comic Con, so... Um, I'm telling you. You know what? Real quick, I think 2015 is also the year I'm starting to get burnt out on Facebook. You still so, needed it to social media ground, and but, it's still the number one social media ground. It Instagram, really is. but it is, it is one of the it is one of the best places to catch our show because it, if you follow Underground Video Network on the Facebook, it sends you to our sites. We're always posting videos. Not only our videos, we we have uh, the, the network is expanding. We're always bringing people and sharing stuff from other sites there. Definitely check it out. We would appreciate yes, it. Yes, shout out to Underground Video Network to not only post and share the shows that I do with you, but you guys share every show that I do. I appreciate that, by the way. You are welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she threatened us. If we did, she knows where we live. Dude, I know where you work, you live, and almost every show you go to. (laughs) So for me, there's only really one way that I can really end this show, and that is to say goodbye 2015 and Happy New Year to 2016. I hope to catch you all here back on AGP. Remember, we are live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope you join me next week as I bring in my friend Todd from the Todd Files, who is another cross, who is another podcaster. We're doing a cross pod because I really want to share some amazing information. But to find out what that information is, you're going to have to tune in next week. And of course, remember we are always brought to you by the amazing sponsors of Hasn Productions, Scott Comics, Gem City Comic Con, which will be April second and third of this year, and of course Mark Kidwell, the comic creator of images 68 and of course everybody we appreciate you and don't forget to check us out over at amanda gillen presents over on facebook and amanda gillen com. and until then happy new year everybody good night happy new year everybody